0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Elmo's World. As always, it's your boy Elmer and Mo Meat. You already know what it is coming at you from the live from quarantine, bringing that quarantine content again this week. How you been holding up, man?
1: Um, yo, slowly, slowly going crazy. I'm not gonna lie. Now that um, I heard Maryland shut down everything, um, and I'm I'm thinking Virginia is about to follow suit. Actually, Arlington shut down um any public parks and courts and everything and so i've been literally just sitting here um i bought a basketball hoop from my backyard so i won't go fucking insane um so we trying to work around this quarantine I'm, I'm trying to make everything available in my house so that i don't have to go anywhere what's up with you
0: you know like how how when you're on the phone with someone you just be like walking around the house doing some dumb shit. yeah i'm like doing that but i'm not on the phone <laughs> I'm, like walking on top of the couch on top of the kitchen counter
1: oh my god bro. laying
0: down in the bathtub <laughs> it's
1: crazy it's, yeah it's been it's been a, a a weird transition but the one thing i will say is my goodness god bless working in it and business because holy shit i've just gotten to work from home and it's been cut down on gas costs cut down on commuting and I've been chilling, dudes, some morning meetings. So we have like our daily meetings. They're like 30 minutes in the morning. I'd be turning my mic on mute and just playing 2K in the background. <laughs> <laughs> so somebody might be talking. I got to like make sure I'm on mute and I might like dunk on somebody. I'll be like, oh, shit. And then like, I just got to make sure I'm like, oh, fuck. I hope my manager didn't hear that. But yeah, it's lit. I'm, I'm loving the work part of it. I love it. I hate the fact that I have no moves after work. Now is that I can't get out of this environment. Like working from home is great, but I can't leave. So it's, it just, it just feels very annoying.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely putting the home in work from home. (laughs) Oh, most
1: definitely. Oh my God.
0: And I'm probably not even putting the work in though. So it's mostly just from home.
1: No, it's, it's literally FH. There's no, (laughs) it's not I'm just from home. I'm just here. I'm in my presence because now even, you know, it's like you can work less and people won't say anything, at least in this early transition period of quarantine, because people are going to be like, oh, you know, he's adjusting to it and like, you know, he'll get on track. So I'm just kind of milking it. I do my work, but like I'm kind of chilling. I'm chilling more than I was when I was in the office. That's for damn sure.
0: Do you think when all this is over like your company is going to realize that more people can just be working from home or like more things can be done at home i think so so how am i when
1: i when i started um i mean in general it has a lot of work from home but my manager was kind of reluctant to give us work from home in the beginning because he was like oh you know i'd rather have visibility in the office so we can be you know interacting with high level executives whatever Right. but now these executives are also going to be working from home. So now we're, we got to figure out a ways to connect with them from here. And I think the fact that we're going to be, so I'm on work from home until June, right? So the fact that I'm going to be doing this for an extended period of time like this, I think people are going to find out that, yo, we don't need to always have these meetings in person. And sometimes this shit can just be a fucking email.
0: Oh, I my think that's God. Uh, that, that is that's my biggest pet peeve. Oh,
1: bro, you know me, you know, cause oh, yeah. you worked under me as, bro, as president. Bro. in IND
0: like that was my shit. I was Holy a big email fuck. head. Fuck,
1: yeah, that was the same with me when I was SSA president. If I didn't have to have a meeting, bro, I'd always I just let it go, cause that's the best policy. You know what I mean? Like, why the fuck are we gonna go to an in person meeting if I can just send you the same shit in an email and save
0: everybody's time?
1: It doesn't make fucking sense. And the dumbest
0: shit is when you'll have a phone call and then they'll send you the minutes in an email, which just goes to show that this entire thing could have been an email to begin with.
1: Literally. literally, If you're going to send me the same shit we just talked about, just send it the email I can fucking read. Like Like The amount
0: of times I have to log into a webinar or like a virtual conference where it's not even like we're discussing something. It's more just like listening to someone lecture you. Yeah. Why couldn't you just send me the PowerPoint? And why couldn't you just send me the, the minutes for this in an email?
1: oh god that's the worst when you have like one presenter and then he just he or she just talks throughout the entire thing that's like the worst meeting that shouldn't be a meeting that 100 percent. it should be email uh attached this this document for your review and then if you have any questions just reach out to me and i'll explain it you don't we don't need to be fucking watching you going through your slides it's so fucking annoying um yeah, but I mean,
0: we're not going to dedicate the whole, the whole hour to talking about emo, but yeah, of course uh, not. Of course not. The, we were talking about like what we would talk about on this on this episode. And it's so funny because it feels like so much is happening in the world, but there's so little that we can actually talk about on this yeah. podcast because it's all just the same shit that's been happening like that. Everybody's talking about. Right. Yeah. But The one thing we did want to talk about is, um, you know, what this world is going to look like after coronavirus, because I think we're learning like like we were talking about with this emails and meetings and things going virtual in terms of work. um, I think coronavirus is teaching us a lot of lessons um, and people are realizing a lot of different things. And I think once this whole thing blows over, uh, the world is going to be a completely different place. And I think we're starting to see that slowly now. And it's going to be a gradual transition into that.
1: Call it Corona culture
0: corona culture.
1: Culture. i like that we um this uh i think one big thing is is how it's going to impact universities um because you know there's there's that you know when you go to grad school like uh, i've heard uh, i'm gonna take the example of a of an mba for example a lot of people say like you know you should go to a very well-known school for your mba versus an online one because it gives you that networking opportunity and it's not valued as much. But now I think people are understanding that, yo, like if you give people the chance to do it from, from home, it makes it one, a lot easier for you. We're not wasting resources in terms of, you know, buildings and, and having to, and, and one travel cost for people. And it's just saving us a lot. Plus of course the, the, the impact it's having on the environment like less cars oh my goodness i've i've been driving like if i go into dc or um i i don't leave the house like that but i'm saying like if i need to go for the for groceries or something i'll drive and there's nobody there like i've never seen this little amount of cars in the dmv in my entire life it's insane like
0: yeah and like the funny thing about education and the irony of it is you have a lot of these top tier like elite schools yeah who you know they have the massive price tags associated with and then yep. you have these smaller online colleges who have built this entire robust framework of like doing these classes online and they mm-hmm, have all mm-hmm. these new feet like these custom features that they have for the university and now everybody's switched to online and you're not getting the bang for your buck that you'd get with these elite university like exactly. the professors don't know how to use zoom They don't know how to administer testing quizzes online meanwhile like university of phoenix is out here killing it because they've had all these features for years
1: yeah devry university the university is probably
0: like wilding out right now
1: yeah like i'm like so my mom did her masters of education from western governor university right it's a completely online university right and what they do is they do it by six month terms right and you can take as many classes as you want and it's for a fixed tuition rate so it's like five four thousand dollars or something for six months and you could legit if you really wanted to finish an entire degree in six months if you were about it like that for five k right completely online do it at your own pace my mom finished hers i think uh what was it like like eight months for her master's and you know, obviously Arlington County took care of that. But like, I'm just saying, you know, for other people, like I might do my MBA from there, honestly, because that shit is fantastic. You can't beat that. (laughs) The the, the prices are insane. Like at George Mason, if I did my MBA, it's 48 grand versus 5k. I get it. Networking is worth a lot, but is it really worth almost 50 K more? Is it,
0: and you can get those networking opportunities outside of the university. Like the university is not providing you like those resources specifically.
1: They're, they're giving you a a platform or a, or a space where you have like-minded individuals or your peers, you can network with them that the university provides. But even then, like you could just as easily go outside and do it or in the workforce. You know, I've done more of my networking now at uh, at my job than I have anywhere else. You just got to get into the workforce, I think, and then your network will grow even more.
0: And I mean, it just goes to show that like these higher education institutions, are, they're only built for money, right? Literally. Having limits on credits, mm-hmm. um, having limited online courses and most of them being in-person, oh. um, creating like the demand for in-person classes and making you come to class and um, pay that tuition that goes with it. You know it's all just a system that at the end it, it fails our students first of all because they're leaving college with all this debt when they get the same education equivalent that someone would get from an online school um i don't know it just doesn't make sense to me and i think a lot more people are just waking up to it
1: yeah i mean the the virus is definitely exposing the 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 greed of of institutions right now that that greed that people have of just creating systems for money um Speaking of education and money, did you see the uh, the Senate got a bill proposed for relieving student loans uh, up to, t- I think, is 10K? They're going to relieve minimum? <clears throat> it's something like that. I don't know if you saw I mean,
0: it. I, I doubt it'll get passed. I think they're planning on voting sometime this week. We're shooting this on, what's say, the 24th. 24th. I, I think they're set to vote because they didn't vote today. So they're probably set to vote sometime this week, maybe Friday. Um, but I doubt that'll get passed. I mean, that's... I don't think the government has ever cared about student loans. And like, that's such a huge portion of their income.
1: Yeah, I know they don't give a fuck. But hey, man, if that shit can get passed, I got 15K left. They take away 10 of that. I'm chilling for the for the rest of my life.
0: I'm good. Yeah. The crazy thing about that 10K, though, is that if you if they did eliminate that 10K, it would um, erase the student loan burden for 35% of borrowers because 35% of borrowers have less than a 10K balance so i mean that's that's a a third of the entire (laughs) like indebted population um gone
1: i'm i am all for it obviously but i have a bias i'm in that position i'm not really thinking of implications on the you know financial system of the us i'm more just thinking like yo let me get out of this fucking debt yeah you know but obviously there's going to be bigger implications for this whole system plus you probably have like you know, millions of people who are thinking exactly like I am. And each of those people have like 10K, 12K, whatever. It's a lot of money to dish out. I don't know if it will get passed. I want it to. But, you know, in the end, I wouldn't be surprised if it didn't.
0: The weird thing about all this government spending is is the other thing is like, why couldn't they have done all this before? Like if they had the capacity to, you know, help people out with their rent and their mortgage payments and their utilities payments and all this stuff. Why weren't they doing that before? You know, how come only now are we investing in healthcare? You know, part of this bill is like a hundred billion dollars is getting invested into the healthcare system. How come we didn't put that money in before? You know, why weren't we offering paid sick leave to people? Yeah. Why weren't we offering all of these policies that only it took a global pandemic for them to start caring about the normal citizen in the United Literally.
1: States? It's like Corona's like a lens. You know, it's like, you know, when you have your glasses off, you literally can't fucking see anything Right, everything's blurry. You don't know, you know, general shapes and you know, what's in front of you. Like for me, my vision is fucking garbage so I can see the person. I can't see the details if I have my glasses off, but when I put my glasses on, it's clear as hell and Corona is giving us that lens of God. Damn, this government has so much fucking money that they have not been using for the average citizen, like you're saying. And we easily had the capacity to be doing this stuff earlier, but it took so much, so many people dying, so many people getting infected, and a global pandemic for something to happen. For something to get kick started like this. It's insane.
0: Yeah. And I mean, maybe we don't have the money. Maybe we're just borrowing it and just increasing our debt. Yeah, it's mean, gonna uh, increase our taxes next year. Um so we're gonna have to see what the long term implications of all of these policies are, but Uh, It's just kind of a shame because even the ones that don't cost money, you know, they should have been there in the first place, like paid sick leave and and guaranteeing uh, workers the right to keep their job. Even if they get infected with coronavirus, that's a basic like human dignity that you shouldn't like you shouldn't be able. You shouldn't lose your job to a virus and then like have to pay more repercussions from that because you can't afford the healthcare to treat your virus in the first place. (laughs) How
1: fucked up of a system is that? Oh, my God. That's like a fucking that's such a shit cycle. You get fired cuz of the virus, but then you have the virus and you can't get treated cuz you just lost your insurance. So now you got to pay more for the virus, but you don't got a job. Oh my god, that is it's god crazy. awful just thinking about that. What other things do you think besides, you know, education, um work, what else? What else are you seeing that, you know, could change long term?
0: Um I've been seeing this I've been seeing a lot of celebrities recently, they've been they've separated into two camps, right? There's like Mm -hmm. the one camp of people that are actively like donating and helping healthcare workers and delivery workers and getting meals to people that need it. And then there's the other camp of people that are like, let's stick together guys, it's all about us. And then Priyanka Chopra on a balcony clapping to nobody. (laughs) Oh my God, I saw
1: that today. Wow. I think
0: the the phoniness of celebrity culture is starting to become yeah. clear. I've always hated celebrity culture. Like Me I hated too. Bollywood. Same. I hated Hollywood. Like I don't get it. I don't understand why we hold these people to such high pedestals Same. because Never. they're popular. Because um, they're just they're. I think I think we're starting to see their true colors right now. Exactly. Like the ones that are complaining about. Uh, normal life not being like it is like Ellen DeGeneres having a breakdown on her couch because she doesn't get to go outside and hang out with her friends and like stuff like that. It's like people are dying, right? We have yeah. healthcare workers that are not only doing their job but they're also volunteering more to mm-hmm. help like reduce this burden on the system. And you're worried about Coachella being canceled? Literally, student nurses are working
1: for free. Med students, everybody. These people are on the uh, forefront of this disease celebrities sitting in their 40 million dollar mansions saying there crying like oh my god i can't go outside bitch you have everything you need inside that fucking yeah, mansion yeah like if you
0: think about the square footage of <laughs> that like building itself like that's the amount like, of geographic range i cover in a day
1: exact like what the fuck oh i can't go to the movies bitch you have a home theater theater in your right it's like <laughs> like oh my god i can't go to the pool have a pool party with my friends bitch go to your backyard it's a big ass olympic pool in there like what the fuck else do you want? You know what I mean? Like I'm I, I like I like I totally agree with you. I hate celebrity culture. I think it's some bullshit. I hate how people worship celebrities just because um you know they're in a position of you know being rich, famous, whatever, whatever it is your reason for liking them. But again, Corona's the lens, man. It you can like you're saying, you can clearly see which celebrities are truly trying to help. And which ones have been doing these kind of things just for just for that image of that oh yeah i give back because i'm in this position not because i want to so annoying
0: like if they all actively like collect put their money together they could have donated all this and we could have gotten masks and like ppe for our healthcare care workers yep. we could get meals to the elderly we can get meals to people that can't leave their house and like all this stuff, and it could have decreased the burden that this disease is having on this country. And then, you know, we flatten that curve, and we can get this over with sooner than later, right? But because no. of their lack of action, and but the other thing is, um, and I want to get your thoughts on this. Like, mm-hmm. do you think there's a responsibility to act if you're in that uh, I was just about to say. I was actually like, just about to say be, this. Do you think it should be the billionaires' responsibility to take care of this crisis? Cause that sets it like I think it sets a dangerous precedent. Like exactly. if we have to trust in this like one percent of people to save all of us when it should be, in my opinion, it should be the government's it, responsibility. It, it, I
1: think I hundred percent think is the government's uh, responsibility. Um, if we're if we're you know delineating these responsibilities between um, the one percent versus the government, definitely the government. Um, I think as people who are in that position, who are billionaires, you know, like i think you have a responsibility to give back to those who have less um but you know who who wants to give their money right like you make all this fucking money like you're gonna want to keep it even but that's the thing that's the issue right there is like not everybody wants to give them give that up i don't really see any billionaires doing that kind of work i mean bill gates stepped down from microsoft to be full-time philanthropist he's one of the rare cases that you can see doing stuff like this but in general i think the responsibility definitely falls on the government like we should not have to rely on these super rich people because they don't give a fuck about the about us they're profiting off us already they care about us for our money they don't care about us for you know our health and shit like that they don't give a fuck.
0: yeah i mean you see it on twitter a lot there's a lot of like shaming of billionaires when they don't act so like yeah. back when uh australia was on fire <laughs> back when the um brazilian rainforest was on fire like nobody people were like oh like at jeff bezos like if you donated like one percent of your net worth like we could fix this like now and like i don't think that it's fair for us to shame people for not yeah. doing something but in this specific instance with this virus like the the whole like la da celebrity like let's all get together yeah and, like, w- fix this that's le- some bullshit. like that's some bullshit. right the, if you're yeah. actively like pushing your brand forward while people are dying that's where i draw the line and that's where i think you're a piece of shit.
1: what the the one of the worst things i saw was you saw that one with uh all the celebrities like singing songs yeah gal gadot's shit? like imagine. yeah gal gadot's thing i was like bro come on
0: we I are, thought it was so funny that they picked a song like that was written by a guy that used to beat his wife and like bro. was a racist piece of shit. Like, I think that was amazing <laughs> that they picked that oh song. Oh
1: my god, they! I just watched that video. It was so fucking cringe. It was so cringe. Like, why are y'all fucking singing when there are people dying? Like, your singing is not gonna fucking help them. Yeah, it's like that. Um, I hate when people say uh, thoughts and prayers. It literally it bothers me so much when people say that shit because, look, praying is good, right? You know, if, if you have a belief system, I, I fully support you worshiping, praying, whatever you want to do. Great. I pray, you know, family prayers, whatever. But prayer should always be a supplement to action. It should not be the only thing you're doing. Like if I just sit here, right, if I just sit in my house and I'm like, oh, my God. Uh, or or no, uh, sorry, I was going the wrong direction. If I just pray and then I just go outside Don't practice social distancing. Don't practice the good hygiene It's not gonna do shit prayer ain't about to protect me You know, what I mean like you got to take steps and it, it just that song that fucking video just reminded me of how people just Say, oh, yeah thoughts and prayers and then they just forget about whatever it is They don't actually help with the situation. I've been guilty of this. I've done that before um, and I it just bothers me so much.
0: Yeah, I, I used to say it, but I stopped saying it. And I think they'll they'll defend it and let's like, oh, like our intentions are in the right place. Like we're not out here like actively like yeah trying to offend people or hurt anyone. Like we're just trying to do our part. But I think you're doing more harm than like if you just kept your mouth shut, you would have done a better job than whatever the fuck that was.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I would be like, oh, you, the the singing for sure. Like in a situation where like you know someone dies or someone's close to you, instead of saying my thoughts and per- just be like my condolences to you. Let's just be on my condolences. It's yeah, the and same it, it thing.
0: stings so much. It stings a lot harder with this virus because those same people in that video got access to testing before the exactly. rest. of
1: Exactly, that's probably the worst.
0: It's like they're shoving it in your face. It's like, yeah, we have the we have the ability to be cheerful and happy about this, while the rest of you are fearful for like your grandparents and your parents because like you don't know if you'll be able to pay for their health care. Because it's like, I think like, it's like thousands of dollars that people are paying to like stay in the ICU and like be on these ventilators. But like the rich don't have to care about that. That's not an issue that they're worried about. Healthcare was never a concern for them. You know, like they were the ones at the start of this virus. They were the ones getting all the testing. You know, Tom Hanks got a test like in a second. The Utah Jazz got all 58 players that are tested like that same night that it was a concern. So it's like, it it just comes off very wrong. Um, For sure. I don't know. I don't fuck with it.
1: I. I 100% agree. That is some straight bullshit. It's just like the rich are getting tested without symptoms. You know, they're just going to get tested. right? They're just getting tested just for preventative measures. And for people, you know, like us. Who need the test to make sure we don't have like shit like that. Like, come on. We can't get access to it. What are we supposed to do? You know what I mean? And that's why it like. You know i i can't say i'm you know a saint in all this in terms of you know i've been sitting at my house i've gone out you know on sunday i hung out with a couple friends it's not the best idea but you know i just felt like i needed it i know they don't have the virus or anything and but then i kind of realized you know like yesterday today just thinking about it like what i'm doing is is wrong too like i shouldn't be going out even if i know someone doesn't have the virus you never know You never know what you're going to touch. You never know who you're going to come in contact with. Big lesson from this episode. If you're listening, please fucking stay home. Do not leave your house. Just make do. Let's sit home and just knock this virus out. And then life will go back to how it was. You'll get to see your friends. You'll get to do everything. Just stay home for now. That's it.
0: I just I was actually just looking at my my Instagram feed today and you know, that we're on the topic of celebrities. JLo was promoting her new shoe line uh, at DSW. Like you have the audacity to sell a product right. now while people are fucking dying and like losing their jobs like unemployment data comes out on Thursday.
1: It's it's sounding bad, bro. I'm so like, I've been counting my blessings that I got a job at the perfect time in a career that allows me to work from home still bring an income in and uh you know on top of that staying in my parents house you know it's like very huge blessing i'm so glad that like i'm just blessed and to be able to sit here and even you know talk on this podcast like while some people are out there you know like really struggling with things it's just a blessing like i think we're in a very blessed position even though we'll complain about you know we sitting in the house is boring as fuck, whatever, but. In the end, we got to remember to count our blessings. Be a little grateful about this stuff because shit is hitting the fan. My goodness.
0: How do you feel about people complaining about quarantine?
1: Dude, I honestly don't think it's that bad. This quarantine is not that bad. Like, in all honesty, right? You could just FaceTime your friends. It's like for a couple of weeks, you don't have to see people or maybe longer, but whatever. You're chilling at home. You got everything you need. You have access to your food, to TV, whatever. And it's not like you can't go outside. Just take a short walk and come back inside. Just don't talk to anybody. Don't you know get into contact with people. Or like I'm doing. I put a, I'm putting a basketball hoop into my backyard. I literally won't need to leave the house. And it feels so nice. Like now I I personally don't want to complain about quarantine because one I usually have to get on to my laptop, log on at like 8 o'clock is usually when I log on. I'll be waking up at 7.55. It's so nice. When before I was waking up at 6 to right. get to the office by 8. Like, I feel like the people who are complaining are the people who don't have anything to do.
0: And it's like, like I feel like people are forgetting what they used to do when they were like 10 years old. Yeah. It was a rainy day. Like you weren't going to the club then, you exactly. weren't going to the, like beach with your friends then. It's like you were just at home doing like dumb shit. Like yeah. yesterday I took a fucking coat hanger and I bent it into a circle oh, and I was my- dumb contest in my living room, right? <laughs> the night before get- then, the night before then I was teaching myself how to do a handstand, right? It's just I think some people are able to handle quarantine yeah. a lot better than others by like picking up a skill, yep. reading a book. You know checking in with friends Big. there's so many ways you can occupy yourself mm-hmm. for the entirety of this quarantine like i am a pretty like introverted guy so i'm I, I guess i'm that disqualifies me from this conversation but even still like i'm finding ways to like keep myself busy and to grow a little bit through for this sure. coronavirus not just like stay stagnant or just like be a lazy like couch potato right
1: yeah for sure i mean and you know me bro like if if you're gonna say you're introverted right i'm on the complete opposite end like I'm probably as extroverted as it gets. And if I can fucking deal with this bullshit, just, bro, one big thing is people need to learn how to utilize their resources. Ever since I got LinkedIn learning, I've been just taking courses on it to just add new skills, just personal growth. It's just good for you. Like, even if you don't want to like, you know, sit down, read a personal growth book, go watch a fucking video on it. Just, you know, take some notes, learn about it. Learn something new, like you're doing a hand, st- like you're learning how to do a handstand. Fuck it, do shit like that. Like, not everything has to be like, oh shit, I gotta learn about, you know, I gotta take a whole cor- course on chemistry. Just do something. Yeah, fun. I gotta
0: fucking learn Python and yeah, SQL like, no. the next week. So it's like, no, yeah, bro, no, like, just learn how to shuffle sim- cards. Yeah, like, d- dumb shit. Like every Dude. day, like set a goal and exactly. just do it. Just by the end simple. of it, you'll be a fucking beast.
1: Something simple, very simple. Uh, do like a home workout every other day like just learn how to fucking cook or something i would expect everybody to come out of this bitch like chefs i mean i don't fucking cook so not me but like anybody else you know who like enjoys cooking um you know now is the time to do all that kind of shit because everybody always complained before that oh man i don't have the time to do all of this i don't have time to reach xyz goal well bitch now you got the fucking time so what are you doing
0: People just need perspective, and I think there's yeah. perspective in two different ways. One, people are dying, so suck it up. That's yep. perspective number one. Mm-hmm. Perspective number two is this isn't the first time that social isolation has happened in America. Like the last time we did this was in St. Louis for influenza in like the nineteenth century, in the twentieth century, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they did the same thing we're doing now, right? Restricting public events, you know, stay inside your home, all this stuff, right? But imagine back then, people had fucking nothing. Like, nothing to do, but they still managed to get through it, right? Today, think about the wealth of, like you were saying, the wealth of resources you have. Like, people are doing lives on social media, doing, Mm -hmm. like, live workouts, live concerts, live whatever. You know, people are offering their courses for free online so you can learn skills. You have all these resources at your fingertips. Why aren't you taking advantage of them? And why are you acting like you're in a prison when you're really not? It's kind of disrespectful to the people who are, like, actually, like, suffering through this virus and yeah. the people like on the front lines that are dealing with this that you that it's such a burden for you to just sit on your couch and do nothing not do nothing but just sit in your couch and stay at home just be uh, at while home. they're out there risking their lives and like risking the lives of their families to like help us get through this it just doesn't make sense to me I, it's Just perspective people just need some perspective through this it's so
1: like it's insane like you just gotta think would you rather be in the fucking hospital or would you rather be at home which h are you trying to follow just like stay at home it's not that bad like I have no issue staying at home right now like you know I on Sunday I was just so bored I, I was being lazy and I just was like yo I'm gonna go see some friends but the past two days I've been looking at LinkedIn learning I've been trying to you know I've been I've obviously been working doing my homework you know things to keep myself busy putting you know, working out, all that kind of shit. Like, now is the time for that. Do everything you didn't want to do. You know those fucking New Year's resolutions you had? Well, maybe you <laughs> could fucking do them now.
0: Fucking revisit those, right? Re-
1: yeah, let's let's look at that list again, man. Because, like, holy, I'm fucking doing that. I know there's a lot of things that I wanted to do that, you know, with going, to, going into work, traveling, and then... um And then school on top of it, it wasn't allowing me to do, but now it's like it's easier to balance all those things. So now you can put more on your plate and still have this and still have the same amount of time.
0: Uh, And I yeah, I mean I don't mean to make light of the situation. Like I understand that there's a lot of things that people are going through. Like even if they're not sick, like this people are like canceling funerals, like things Mm -hmm. that you can't reschedule. Like state title games. Like I understand the burden that this like virus is having on America. I get it. Um, but at the same time, it's not like it's a unique problem to you, right? Exactly. Like we're all as a planet. There's very rarely like things that, as an entire planet, we go through together. And yeah. this is such a it's a weird but kind of cool time in like in world history that the it's fact new. That we're all yeah. collectively going through this together. Um, and I think it's, it's well needed, right? I feel like mm-hmm. things are so divisive right now. I, f- I feel like I'm one of those celebrities talking about, like, <laughs> let's all get together and shit. But like, uh, like for real, like, I think it's kind of cool that, um, like as a whole planet, we're kind of just coming together and getting through this.
1: Dude, people just got to look at it a different way. You know, look, nothing can be done about the stuff that's being canceled right now. Everything's canceled. NBA's canceled. You know, your state title game is going to be canceled. So what are we going to do now? We can't just fucking sit around, you know, like you got to make the best out of your situation. Always got to look at the positive side. I think a lot of people just need to have that shift in perspective of just, you know what? Maybe this is something good, you know, (laughs) like you said, as a planet, we're experiencing this some worse than others. You know, I'd say I'm blessed to be in a good position experiencing and going through this new time. But. There's a lot of things that we could be doing, but, and, and I think people should really look into it. Even if you don't do literally anything, bro, just like take some time for yourself. Just like do some self-reflection or something, you know, think about the goals you want to
0: do. A good time to reset. Like, don't you think it's like a good, a good time to recalibrate?
1: Exactly. like Like I'm seeing a lot of tweets, like, you know, people talking about their mental health and, you know, having to go outside and stuff to help that. I get that. I understand that as someone who went through those issues, like I I understand being outside and that helping, but now you can really take that time and just shut off the, you shut off the phone, shut off social media and just kind of focus on yourself a little bit. Cause look, social media, the only thing that's on it is fucking coronavirus. There's literally nothing else. (laughs) Ain't nobody talking about anything else. There's no sports. Like people are literally reaching for shit to talk about. So might as well just shut it all out and just, just chill, just chill for a bit. Not that bad.
0: And I don't mean to sound apathetic about the the mental health stuff. Like I understand yeah. that people like I, it's it's like proven that human beings need some kind of social stimulation. Exactly. Um, like, Because we're social animals, right? You think about like chimpanzees, apes, like we're all the same in that fact that we need to have that kind of interpersonal connection with people. Um, but at the same time i don't think that self-isolation and quarantine is limiting your ability to stimulate yourself like in that way right like you said before like you can facetime your friends like just because it's in a different medium um i don't think that takes away from that the whole social aspect of it like i still think you can be social right now yeah maybe that's just me
1: Uh, i mean you can still message them you can still facetime them you just can't see them in person obviously being in person is a little different but you know it's not a bad thing. It's just different. We just got to adapt.
0: I feel like, I feel like this, um, this whole situation might be a blessing in disguise because for one, I think people are gonna be a lot more grateful by Mm -hmm. the end of this. Um, in a a lot of ways, grateful for their friends, grateful for being able to like see your friends in person. Um, grateful for the environment, like being able to go outside and like do things in nature. Like I think parks are going to be a big thing going forward. Um, and I, I just feel like there's going to be, like, a huge need for, like, social interaction by the end of this. Like, I think we've been suppressed for this whole time. And, like, there's going to be an explosion of, like, a need for distraction or, like, a need for yeah. interaction and engagement, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I I think uh you know we're, gonna hit like the, we're really going to hit the roaring 20s. Like if you think about like oh, how, yeah. how America was at the end of World War 1, like mm-hmm. if you think it's kind of the same thing, right? It's like um like a weird time in American history where like a lot of like factories are shifting towards like war production mm-hmm. and a lot of families like aren't doing much and there's not a lot of services available, but by the end of it like people are going out, they're spending money, they're having fun, like it's it was a great time, right? Um uh, and then the Great Depression happened. But <laughs> but I I do think I do think like this summer And like going into the rest of this year is going to be a fucking blast.
1: I agree. I agree. I think this summer um, is going to be something to look forward to. I think people are definitely going to be going out more. I think just like people should just use this as a time, you know, to learn some things from it as we all should from anything. Um, I think, like you said, learn to be grateful. I think, you know, change your perspective on how you see things. Not everything is as bad as it seems. Like let's look at the positive side let's try to focus on ourselves and you know grow as people even though we're we might be socially isolated but you still have yourself you're still globally connected through technology and i think let's utilize those resources to become better versions of ourselves and then use that to bring to your friends later on you know just just improve on yourself you know think about things that you you wanted to do and now's the time pick up that fucking instrument you've been that's been collecting dust in the corner of your room do do whatever you got to do um but i think this should be a time to achieve some goals that you've set for yourself and just some overall reflection i think it's a difficult time for all of us it's a it's a new time for all of us but i think as a planet since we're going through it together there's some ease of that that you know i'm not i'm not missing out on anything right because all my friends are home too so like you don't even got that fomo so just just chill at home just have a good time.
0: Yeah, I think this one's this whole thing is going to change people's outlook on life a lot. I in hope the sense so. That, in the sense that like if you go through such a low low, the highs seem even higher, right? It's like on on a weekend where like you're stuck inside, you're not going to really be bummed out about it. You'd be like, fuck, it's better than being stuck inside for three months, right? Um, and maybe that's I don't know, maybe that's just the way I think. But like, uh, I think people are going to have a better outlook on on just day to day living going forward.
1: Oh, I totally agree.
0: All right. And with that, we're going to cut this episode short a little bit today. But as always, you can catch us on Instagram at Elmo's World. And we're available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Give us a follow to get notified whenever new episodes drop. Stay the fuck home. Stay the fuck home. That's it. We're going to keep pumping these episodes out while you guys are stuck at home to give you something to listen to, keep you engaged. We're doing this as a public service for you motherfuckers, so (laughs) stay the fuck inside for us. All right, and that's it from us. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.